there. Uh, my main thing why I do this is a little bit different. Um, and just what I've seen with you guys or people overall, this is the kind of piece that, that I think is super important. Right? It's in the collision matrix right here. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. What do you think the most important piece is with your client when you're colliding? That's important. That's in here for sure. Number one, you gotta make sure you watch out and protect your, and the first piece of that most important is energy. What does that mean? Energy. Yes, there's energy in the beginning, there's energy during it, there's energy afterwards. And so what happens is we talk about all the time that certainty sells, but I've got to make sure I understand that no matter what, I have to have the energy of certainty. And the first piece I want to have here with this is it got to be calm, no matter what. A lot of times these, the best outcomes are when it gets super hairy and it gets very, very strong collision. And guess what happens at the end? They love you. They will call you back and won't apologize. Why? Because you don't get reactive back to them. I didn't know all the details and he was making some claims that I knew weren't true, but I, didn't, I couldn't combat them necessarily. So I had to kind of pick my battle here and there. It wasn't as strong as usual, but it was very stern in how it operated and kind of the overall took him back to the one thing I did know, which is what? Overpriced still. And so if it's done right, all of a sudden they have a shift, right? He wanted to make the reduction, made the reduction, all of a sudden you got to offer. And it could have, you know, may not have the same buyer before, but it's one of those things that, hey, look, it shows a person motivated. And all of a sudden they did change what they'd be willing to take as their bottom line which is more accurate with it being aligned. And so that was something that we had an obligation to do to this person because he was priced too high and the market's already started to shift. And I feel that we have an obligation to that person. Why? Because we want to get the outcome that he or she wants. Here's what number one. Number one, I got to be calm. Number one mistake, let's assume that you're not number one where you're just scared to collide. If you're scared to collide, you got to make a decision. Hey, look, I want to be an elite salesperson. I got to be okay colliding with people. There's people I know, grew up with, that are scared to collide. It comes with how you grow up. Some people are naturally okay colliding, right? They enjoy it, they thrive on it. But some people are very scared to collide. You gotta get okay doing it. But what I teach you, if I teach you the framework here, is uncomfortable a little bit, but you understand that you're really truly helping the person out. So if you're scared to collide, make a decision that you're gonna role play on this with people and go back and forth with them. Does that make sense? Number two thing, well, number part of calm is here. The rule for bummer calm, no matter what they say to you, no matter what they come, I can't do what? I can't be triggered. We've lost so many clients by this. We probably lose a couple a week by this. The agent goes back and forth. They know the right answer. They're trying to get them there. They go to somebody else, complain about you. They talk about how terrible you are. And all of a sudden, that's the whole problem with this. No matter what, understand, I've got to maintain and protect my energy at all times and what I do. Super important. Second piece of this, which is kind of along with this, is I must maintain and have massive certainty. We talk about this. Certainty sales is one of the most important things that you can have as a salesperson. So what we're doing is as everything's going back and forth and things are speeding up, our conversation is speeding up, the energy's getting more, more intense, the conversation's getting intense, what do I gotta do? 
uh, be calm, cool, collected. A lot of people who are mid-level salespeople, this is where they can't get past. Why? They live into emotion. This is where meditation helps. This is where things help because I've got to be this thing where they call a lot observer chooser. Right? Where I can get to this place where I observe what's going on, I choose what to say and what not to say, versus most people, what they do is they naturally what? React. Right? Because you had it so built up, and that's one of the things that that's a reactor. You can't do that in a high level of sales if you're looking at colliding things. The same thing is true in your relationship. Right? If you want to have a collision about something, most relationships break up because people are too scared to say the truth, and they wait until too long, let it build up, and all of a sudden it comes out in these big fights they lash out at each other about. Versus if you had a really control collision early on, you wouldn't have the same problems. I'm telling you, it liberates you in all areas of life if you get good at this. Right? Very, very important. Certainty in what? In who I am as an agent and what I do in the scenario and what they want. Very, very, very important. Right? But I got to do what? Calm, cool, collective with certainty. I'm not backing down because he didn't do anything wrong. I'm not saying sorry because he didn't do anything wrong. That's another big one. If I'm an agent, I didn't do anything wrong. Guess what I'm not doing? Saying sorry because the minute I say sorry for something I didn't do, all of a sudden that door is open for you to be a bad guy or a bad girl for everything. Over and over and over. The same people that don't like to collide, guess what they do a lot? They apologize over and over and over and over and over and over. That's why they can't figure out why life always happens that way because they're a pleaser and apologizer and they can't get the collision done to get what they want in life. Very, very, very important. This is high-level stuff that we teach about, like coaching people, but it's the same thing we're coaching our clients. Okay? Very, very important there. Third thing. Must be very, very, very clear. Fourth piece. Very, very, very consistent. Why does this matter, all these together? They're very similar. But it's very important because you're going to have everything inside of you is going to want to do what? Right? I'm very clear and focused on the outcome because I don't care about being right. I care about what? Them buying or selling, them signing with me as a client, whatever it is, I have to have that outcome. But when I get clear on what I want, guess what? What I was doing didn't get me that. And so be very, very, very clear and consistent in your energy. Energy is what messes the whole scenario up because the minute you react or get mad or get angry, guess what? They can see it. And you feel like you're hiding it, but you're not hiding it. Sometimes you got to make sure that in that scenario with the client, if I get visibly frustrated, guess what's going to happen to them? They're going to close off. I lose rapport. And so even though I'm not saying something bad, my energy's off, or I get out of this, this energy of this aura protection here of the frame, then all of a sudden they're going to turn on me. Why? Because their subconscious mind says that something's wrong. It's a danger to back off. That's when they hang the phone up on you. That's when they walk out the presentation. That's when they get mad at you and go call somebody else. So no matter what, I'd be very, very clear and consistent in my energy. That takes practice. Why? Because if I reacted a certain way my whole life, I'm going to continue to do that in those scenarios. On the flip side, it's hard to have the guts to collide with people and then maintain clear. Most people that collide with people, guess what? They're firecrackers and they overdo it too much. That makes sense, you guys? So you can figure out where you're at in that, in that overall piece there. Overall. Second piece, this is important. This is probably one of the most valuable ones. This is kind of prerequisite. I must have a deep, deep connection. Now, I tailor this a lot to what I see agents screw up the most. What do you think the most valuable, most important part of that is? 
I must be in and maintain at all times a deep level of rapport. I need them to very, very deeply trust me and be connected with me at a high level. Most people try to collide and you feel like you're in rapport, you're not actually in rapport. That's why they turn on you in one conversation. If your client turns on you in one conversation, you're not in deep rapport. I mean, they have to like you and understand you care about them, understand what's going on. You have to, number one, be in rapport, and number two, maintain rapport. Mistake number one people make is they collide without being in rapport. Mistake number two is they, they, they lose rapport and they continue to collide right here. So what does that mean? During the conversation, I have to really watch and read them and their body language and say, hey, look, am I still in rapport or not? How would I know they're not in rapport? Hmm? They're body language. They get red, they get, you know, in that scenario, they get angry. And then what do you do? If they get to that point, what do I got to do? I got to go back and, and defuse that and I go backwards a little bit, right? We're just trying to get the best out of this for each other, right? You know what I'm talking about? It's one of those things and that's how you do what? You get somebody better. You got to be able to push into that level. Why? Because it makes them look and see things a different way. And so for me to collide with them and insert this idea into their head, I've got to be willing to push into that level. But on the flip side, I got to be able to read their rapport and say, hey, do I need to back off a little bit and come love on them for a second so I go back at them in a second? Now, if I'm not clear in my mindset and clear what my outcome is, that can be lost very, very easily and go out of control. You guys with me on this? So take from this, read them very, very well. That's why I can't be worried of what I'm saying next. I'm focused on what? Them and their energy. My energy is clear. I'm laser focused on them, what they're doing in their scenario, right? Second piece here, this is important, it's my mission earlier. I must have permission. People screw this one up a lot. They go for the collision without asking for the right permission. What would that be? My favorite one I like to do is say, hey, if I can show you X, right? Number one, I ask you, hey, if I can do this, is that something you're interested in? Right, John Mary, if I can show you X, Y, Z, why this is important, is that something you might be interested in? I have to open the gate of the mind because if I try to collide with them without having the gate of the mind, I'm not inside the frame, not inside the box here. Rookie moves is what? They react without, without pre-framing the question. They skip the step. If you skip the step, you're totally screwed. I must have permission so I can maintain connection. Why? If I don't, they feel attacked and all of a sudden they're going to shut down anything I say. Colliding's hard, but I can have a much better chance of it working out if they're open-minded. The permission piece is what happens to be open-minded. Worst case scenario, I can say, I'll have you consider. And so I got to get good at using words to help their mind calculate the way I need them to understand something. Right? It goes back to this thing, NLP, which I trained on for years and years and years. Neuro-linguistic programming allows their mind to calculate things a certain way. But I have to be able to make sure that I get permission to go in to do that. People jump the gun too easily sometimes. It's one of the best ones. Third piece, part of this is, and I kind of just mentioned that, I have to let them know that I care. Sometimes it's uncomfortable people talk about that. Like for me, it's very hard. You know, it wasn't initially, even Warrior, we'd tell people, hey, I love you, brother. But they started doing that at first. I was like weirded out. You know, they'd be like, man, I love you, brother. I'm like, okay. You know, that's weird. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we all kind of started saying it because it became more comfortable talking about these things, right? Especially on the men's side. 
It's hard for them sometimes to talk about those things. And so I found that some of the best leverage for me as a true influencer to my clients as an expert was to do what? Just tell them, hey, look, Ryan, I care about you and care about your wife. And, you know, you, I care about you and Becca's outcome in this. And just I want you to know I'm here for you. But there are a couple of challenges. Do you mind if I'm just direct with you and don't beat around the bush? If you say that right and frame that right, that's called what? That's a frame. If I frame that right, then guess what? They're going to be a lot more open-minded to me and really be open to what I'm saying. They're almost attracted to it if you say it right. It's kind of I care about you, right? Can I do this? Now, I'm going to help you kind of finish this in a second with a fourth piece here, right? And the fourth piece is, it's kind of similar to that, is I've got to collide with love. Very important. They can feel it. Collide with love. That's a big tonality piece, you're right. It's a big energy piece. And then you get triggered by and triggered by them. And what really you're triggered by is the last couple of things they said, things that you let go and didn't stop. And then all of a sudden, it becomes a big issue. And all of a sudden, you don't collide with love, but you collide because you kind of care about the outcome. I need you to collide with them because you care about them. Does that make sense? That can also be, look, I love and care about you guys, but this. So this could be what? I care, but I feel it's my obligation as your real estate agent to tell you the truth. Right? You want to use that and line that up with a scenario. Hey, look, John and Mary, I really just got to know you guys on a deep level. I truly care about you and care about your outcome. And want you to be able to, you know, move out of here uh, and move to, to Florida with be with your grandkids. But uh, I just got to be able to correct a few things that someone else has been telling you. Whatever it is. Do you guys mind if I'm just fully direct with you right now? Don't beat around the bush. I pull them in and I box them with the what? The frame. That piece here, this connection piece and this word, that's the part here where I do what? I'm setting the frame for me to be able to collide and communicate in that frame. What most agents do is they're colliding over here. They can't figure out why it always goes sideways. It's an extra step of communication I have to do going through that process. Two main things. These are my energy. This right. This is me maintaining rapport. How do I maintain rapport? How do I get rapport? Ask questions. Ask questions. People like people who like who are like them. I'm always asking questions so I can find something that I like about that person. So it's true. I mentioned that all the time. I gave the example about people where they're from. Anywhere they tell me they're from, I know someone in my head. I've known over the years that's from that area. I link them to that person. I'll talk about that person. All of a sudden, guess what? I feel more important with it. Very, very, very important piece there. Right? Third piece here, I kind of mentioned this already. Let's maximize and operate fully within the frame. Talk a lot more about these frames in the next couple weeks, but the frame piece. What's the frame again? It's a box in the mind. What else is it? I like you guys to look at it as a container. It's a container for you to have communication and collision in. I cannot have a collision without having a frame. Very, very, very important for me to understand and look at in that piece. So for me to do that effectively, right, and communicate and collide within the frame, so this is here for, right, I must have a clear outcome. Elite salespeople can close anybody. And then at the end, they choose if they want to continue to work with them or not. Does that make sense? And what would the intention be? Well, it could be get a price reduction to get them to list with me, to get them to write an offer with me, to get them to write an offer on a property, to get them to stay in the deal. To understand the property, um, the, the property inspection. 
all these things are important in that scenario. When somebody's calling you that's, that's got an issue, or once somebody gets to me, like that wants to talk to me as a broker, or the, you know, as a team leader, whatever it is, it's usually because we didn't cloud with them early on. Second piece of this, right? I must have the clear entrance. Right? So if I have a client who's coming back at me and they're battling with me, right? That's an issue we talk about. They would have tension with you. What's a way that you can help diffuse that and set a frame? So if I feel chaos and things are going out with me with a client, all of a sudden I want to do what? Realize that and say, okay, how do I set a frame right now that I can go in and combat them? Make sure you do what? I pause, I slow down, and I have to do what? Reset the frame here. Or establish a frame. I want you guys to think like this in terms of elite salespeople. That makes sense? Whatever the situation may be in that scenario. Second piece here, I must have a clear exit. Collide, collide, collide. Then I do what? Relevel re them a little bit. Then I gotta do what? It's also called a close or a trial close. Can you see how? Would you agree? Right? Whatever you can do here to tie down, because I need to be able to exit that frame, move on to the next opportunity or the next issue. Yeah, I mean, you, you've been able to master a high level with the clients who are very, very difficult, right? What, yeah. what have you experienced with this? I know the biggest thing and have them open up to what I'm saying. Yep. And that's one thing that I can't, if you're the agent who's friends with everybody, you're going to get run over and never be successful. You'll be a 10 to 12 dealer a year forever, right? You'll need 40 plus deals. You got to be good at collision, right? Four piece of this. It's important uh, that I know a lot of people screw up on is you got to be able to make sure you do what? You follow process. Almost every problem we have has to do with following process. Every single one. People screwing you over, people going behind your back, right? people buying behind your back. It really comes down to following process. So the framework, I have to understand that this here is a psychological, really just a process. It's a mind map. And so if I understand the mind map of how the human brain works, I just understand the process and they're getting mad at me, what do I need to do? Understand? Calm down, back off a little bit, reset, and then I gotta go back and do what? Set a clear frame, right? Figure what my outcome needs to be. Okay, what do I really want out of this scenario? A lot of times you can just be direct to your spouse. Hey, look, spouse, do you mind if I just can be totally open with you right now and just kind of tell you how I truly feel versus us fight right now? And then you go back and say, hey, look, you really helped me out, make me feel a lot better if you would just do X, Y, Z, and I can do X, Y, Z, we can work as a team. Right? And they'll come at you and tell you you're this and that and you didn't do this and guys, you, hey, you know what, you're right. I apologize for that, but I care about you and I care about us and I want us to be able to get through it. It's just so simple to understand what? The framework of psychology here. So, so simple. What happens is you get reactive, you clap back and you let emotions screw up everything you want in life. And like I mentioned before, everything you want in life is on the other side of communication and collision. Very, very important. Fourth piece here. I knew I screwed up here. The energy is supposed to be last. That's why... It seemed a little weird. The main piece of this is a collision. The collision, right? I talked about that. It must be outcome-based. What does that mean? Some people fight just to fight or argue to fight or they argue because they don't like the person or they collide because they don't like them. It's got to be outcome-based. It's got to be very, very intentional, like I mentioned, because I want to know what they're happening. I know that my responsibility as the expert, as a person, whatever it is, relationship, my responsibility is to help get to the outcome I want. And the outcome I want is not to fight or go back and forth. And if you do all these collisions right, they're, they're not bad at all. 
It's very, very effective. And like I mentioned, they're going to like and respect you a lot more on the back end. Because why? You're truly somebody who's an expert who guided them in the right direction. Very important piece. Right? It must be a way to have liberation. Right? Liberation from what? I'm looking to get them liberation. What does that mean? Yes. I'm getting them liberation from their thoughts, from their worldview, how they saw the world, how they saw me, how they saw the entire real estate industry. Right? What they got to tell us in that. So part of that guy at the end, he's like, oh, you got your realtors all the same, a bunch of used cars, people just like attorneys and all this. Right? Or we're top team and, you know, the whole, no, it doesn't serve me in the outcome what I want on the back end. Right? I want him to have liberation in what he thought and what, how they, they see how things should be. Very, very important piece in that scenario. Right? Third piece, I want them to feel empowered afterwards. Empowered. And at the end, when we have this exit on the frame here, I want them to feel empowered. So guess what we're going to talk about? The outcome and the next to do next. The next action, whatever it is. Right? What's the true win? I had in my notes, I worded it a certain way. I can't remember what it was, but <laughs> I want them to have true empowerment. Hey, look, here's how I'm going to get you X. Let's go ahead and, you know, get it listed. Let's go ahead and sign the contract. Let's go ahead and make the offer. Let's go ahead and price that, you know, reduce that price. Whatever it is, it's very, very important if you do it right. And other part here on this thing, the clear exit, hey, can you guys see based on the data how you're overpriced based on X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z? Right? This is important for price reductions, especially right now. You've got to be able to collide to that and then to operate and say, I want you guys to feel empowered to make the right decision at this point. And I'm going to reinforce them as doing what? I just said it. Part of me empowering is them. I want to reinforce them doing what? Making the right decision. I want to commend you guys right now for making the right decision. By far, it's the best decision to lower the price, to list the property, to make the offer. Whatever it is, I've got to make sure I empower them and I commend them in what they're doing. And to make the best collision possible, I must understand and stand by the why. What why is that? What's that? It's their why. What's their why? Why are they selling the property? What are they trying to get to? Why are they trying to buy a property? Right? Whatever it is, I've got to be able to link it back to the why because they need to be able to justify the emotional piece of this that helps to make that scary decision. Right? Remember, buying is emotion. It's an emotional buy that's justified by logic. And so I have to tie in the emotional piece of whatever they're doing here, which is their why. How we work together as a team and do X, Y, Z. Right? You always take it back to the why. Most people they don't do is they don't get back to the why because why? They're so caught up in the emotion. And they're not managing their energy the right way. In this scenario, like his guy wanted to sell the property, wanted to get the most amount of money, concerned about the market's turning. That's why I told him, hey, look, dude, the market's already turned. If you want to get this thing sold, you got to reduce the price. You overpriced before the market turned, and you're really, really overpriced after the market's turned. Very, very important piece. 
Now, for me to do that, I have to know what? I have to know the why. Through questions at the beginning, I have to remember the why. Through my notes. The more the market turns, the more the difficult market gets, the more important the why is going to be. Because as fear comes in, as fear sets in, they're going to be less likely to do the, the overall decision that's scary for them. That makes sense, you guys? And the fourth piece of this, which I did too early, was supposed to be energy. And as I do all these things, I knew I messed up something there. I was, it didn't feel right. Energy is a piece that keeps all these together. Right? So the energetic piece is when I'm doing all these pieces, I must remain calm. I can't be triggered. I can't be reactionary. I must maintain certainty from all pieces of this. In the connection piece, in the frame, in the collision, because at the end, you want them to feel like they were the emotional wreck and you're what? The cool, calm, cool, calm one that is truly the expert. Doesn't, doesn't really matter in that scenario, right? You want enough fire to collide with them, but not too much fire where you nuke them. That makes sense? One way I look at it, it's much better to have a bunch of small explosions with your client or your spouse or whoever it is in one giant explosion that screws things up. Much better to be more direct about something that may be uncomfortable early on than to wait too long until it becomes resentment. If you wait too long to cloud with your people, you're going to have resentment with them. If you wait too long to cloud with your spouse, you have resentment with them. It's a very, very important piece for you guys to understand in that scenario. Right? Maintain the certainty. Make sure I'm very, very clear on what the outcome is, what I need to do. So I'm always through this. And obviously, do the whole thing consistently, meaning that I'm the same person here in the connection piece that I am in the collision piece. There's just a lot of energy around me that I'm going through in that scenario. Questions about that? Very, very important piece to understand. Right? Right? So the collision matrix right here. 